All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Question the Answer podcast. Welcome back. We have AJ in the room. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. <laughs> we're going to have a lot of fun today. We have some great topics. Um, we're going to probably have a two-part episode here. So we'll begin, and then the next episode, we will finish it all up. We'll leave a couple of cliffhangers for you. But we kind of, we're just going to get right into it. We have a lot of music today for some reason. And I wanted to start the podcast <laughs> off today with this particular song. And why is that? Because I was right. <laughs> it was all a dream. I used to read if you don't know this song. Something pepper and heavy D up in the numbers. Well, the youngings in the room may not know this song. Every Saturday, rap attack, Mr. Magic Molly Mall. All right, so we all know the song by Biggie Smalls. Like I said, it was all a dream. It wasn't real. Um, we are talking about college affirmative action and college unforgiveness or debt payment unforgiveness is like what I like to Correct. call it. Um, it was all a dream, guys. Uh, our Supreme Court has ruled on it that both of these things are completely unconstitutional. So I wanted to kind of build it back up for you guys because Mr. President Cheesebrain, um, President Biden, he lied about it, he knew it was illegal, and he did it anyway. He promised it anyway. And I have a little clip of him promising it way back in the day. So in my opinion, this was all to buy votes. Of course. 100% to buy votes. I need to make sure this is the right one, though. This is 2022. So here is the lie. The loan payments pause is going to end. It's going to end December 30. I'm extending to December 31st, 2022, and it's going to end at that time. It's time for the payments to resume. Second, my campaign for president, I made a commitment. I made a commitment that would provide student debt relief. God, that's and I'm honoring sentence, that commitment man. today. Using the authority Congress granted the Department of Education, we will forgive $10,000 and outstanding federal student loans. In addition, students who come from low-income families, which allowed them to qualify to receive a Pell Grant, will have their debt reduced $20,000. That Both is the lie. How do you make promises like that? And well, the sad thing is, I'm sure there was a lot of people out there that really believed that that was going to happen. Well, it's kind of like the cafeteria with your kiddos when they go and buy ice cream and they think it's just free. Like, right. They don't care what has to go into the behind the scenes of how this actually gets done and who the debt actually falls on. They just hear free money, free. And it sounds really, really great. Of course it does. So he, and it's, what's interesting is in that speech, he, he, the, the power of Congress and through the education system. No, he doesn't have the ability to promise that much money. The House does. I believe the House holds the power of the purse. So there's your lie, okay? Now, I, I don't know when I was growing up, this really weird example popped into my head, but it was about a beauty pageant um, registrant who entered a beauty pageant, and she told all the girls that she was competing against that, listen, you can eat whatever you want today because it's not going to show up for three days later. What? So they all ate pizza and cake. I don't know if this was a movie or something. Um, but this the like Miss Congeniality? <laughs> no, I think it was um, Beauty. Ah, what is that stupid pageant movie? Anyway. But so they believed, they believed this girl. And so they all ate like cookies and pizza and pasta. And then the next day was the pageant. And guess, guess what? Everybody was like super bloated. <laughs> of course. But that's a great example of... So much of our population over the past how many years now just believing anything that comes out. I mean, and, it, and, and accepting thing, any statement and taking that to heart and saying, this is what's going to happen. This is real. This is the truth. That's just a great example of how things have played out the past few years now. It's kind of like social media where everything looks amazing. Uh, yeah, everything's but it's perfect. Not, everything's great. It's not reality. It's just not true. Right. To me, this is the definition of gaslighting. So gaslighting, a form of intimidation or psychological abuse where false information is presented to the victim, 
making them doubt their own memory, perception, and quite often their sanity. So I, I found this really colorful graph. Yeah, this is very nice. Signs of gaslighting. So gaslighting <laughs> is a form of manipulation and abuse concentrated on making someone doubt reality. So all your debt will be well, forgiven. There's a lot of people living in a... Blatant lying or constant cover-ups. Denying conversations or events ever happened. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I this can, applies to like every topic we've ever talked about so far. Well, this this applies to everything this administration does. Right. Actions contradict words. Oh, hmm. it's illegal, but we're going to promise it anyway. Broken promises. Feeling like you have to defend reality. Well, wait a minute. How do you how do you just erase death? Oh, you mean like men can have babies? Yeah, there's that like one. That? Okay. Um, and then manipulating others to see you differently. I believe the the um, president just is on his little tour right now, um, spouting about Biden Bidenomics. Did I say that right? Bidenomics. <laughs> Everything is great. The economy is oh, beautiful. Yeah. We're heading in the right direction. Great. Oh, yeah, but nobody, cool. but nobody can afford groceries. So, <laughs> so you know, there you go. Now here is the gaslighting. So. The lie happened last year and throughout his presidential campaign. Now we move to the gaslighting because they have to continue this narrative because they have to manipulate others to see you differently. And they are denying conversations or events ever happened. And they are blatantly lying or there is constant cover up. So after affirmative action and debt unforgiveness was ruled by the Supreme Court as unconstitutional, our president came out and said this. And I want you just to be very, very aware of the emotional language that he uses. Do you think I he think can make it to the, the microphone? Turn the volume down. That's okay. He's not even there. He's late. He's. <laughs> they gotta wake him up from He's his. He's checking nap. the West Wing. <laughs> <laughs> no, Hunter's checking the West Wing. Hello, folks. Hello. Hello. Oh, there he is. He found the podium. Here you go, Mr. Secretary. Let me begin by saying I know there are millions of Americans, millions of Americans in this country who feel disappointed and uh, discouraged or even a little bit angry about the court's decision today on student debt. And I must admit I do, too. Before I tell you the steps we're going to take and want to talk about what we've been able to, I want to talk about what we've been able to achieve so far on student loan over the past few years. First, we made the largest increase in Pell Grants in over a decade helping students from families who nearly all make less than $60,000 a year. Then we fixed the so-called, with the help of the department, public service loan forgiveness program. So the borrowers who got into public service, such as school teachers, police officers, social workers, service members, uh, you know, they, they actually got the debt relief they were entitled to under the law. Before I came to office, only 7,000 people have benefited from that program. Today, over 600,000 borrowers have received relief from that program. And what is he even talking about? So many people more. Do you have so any idea what he's talking about here? Okay, me neither. And I encourage you to well, apply if you haven't already. So in the interest of time, Biden goes on to explain how the Republicans snatched this away from, from these poor college students that voluntarily went to college and spent this money. We can, we can argue to we're blue in the face that college is too expensive because once government stepped in and made loans federal, everything like got very expensive. The problem is college students, you went to the school you use the books, you sat in the seat, you, you ate you lunch in the You know what you're up for. You know that somebody has to pay for these things, and this is how debt works. Right. Like I explained before, you can do the same thing with a credit card. Nobody's paying it off for you. So he's very uh, upset and, uh, what did he say, like upset and, and disturbed. So there's your gaslighting, okay? So blatant lying or constant cover-ups. Yeah, he's trying to come off like, I was trying to be your hero and give you this money to help you. And, and, and his actions contradicts words or broken promises. Correct. There you go. So there is your Supreme Court ruling. And once again, this isn't the Supreme Court's fault. This isn't the Republicans' fault. It was this man who stood in front of the entire country and lied about it. And he knew it was illegal. Mm -hmm. And you should be upset about that. 
Um, it's funny now, though, how he's referring, because if I let that that um, video continue, he's now using, like, legal words. Like, oh, now we're legally going to go through this channel and legally going to do that. And it's going to take a really long time, but we're... Le- oh, now, yeah. now the legal part comes up. Meanwhile, you know, we're still going to just keep giving billions to Ukraine <laughs> on top of that. Like, no big deal. Yeah. Don't All be right. upset. So that was what I had on college student loan debt unforgiveness. And... Why should we care about this? Megan, why do you think we should care about this? Why is this such a big deal that this has been ruled unconstitutional? The student loan forgiveness? Yeah. Because you have loans that... I mean, what's the big deal? Just give them 10 grand. Just give them 20 grand. Which, it's by the go way... On tax, it's the taxpayers are going to have to pay for it. So I pulled it's up... not e- free money. I pulled up exactly how much taxpayers will have to pay if this went through. Remember, this was $400 billion that mm-hmm. will be shifted to the taxpayer because it has to be paid off somewhere. Student loan forgiveness could result in $2,500 burden per taxpayer. The average burden per U.S. taxpayer is $2,500, according to the National Taxpayers Union, a fiscally conser- conservative advocacy group. This is based on the assumption that the policymakers would need to make up for the total tally of the forgiveness through tax increases, spending cuts, borrowing, or combination of those strategies. The cost would be spread evenly across the income spectrum. Those with the highest incomes would face the largest burdens. So low-income taxpayers, if you make $50,000 or less, you're about $190 responsible towards this this tax increase. So you would be increased by $190 a year. That's that's not a lot, all right? But once again, do you want to give up $190 for somebody else's child to go to school? No. If you make 50 to $75,000, this would increase your yearly tax cost to $1,040. So there's a big jump there. If you make seventy-five dollars to $100,000, you're paying $1,700 annually to cover this cost. If you make $100,000 to $200,000, you're almost all the way up to $3,700 annually to cover this. Now, here comes the big money. If you make over $200,000, you'd have to pay $11,000 every single year to cover these costs. So to send somebody else's child to school, you got to pay for it. That's why you should care. And where the hell does this stop? Is it just the college students that graduates that graduate this year or is it the college students that graduate from right. last year to 2 years in advance? I mean, or is it like every year we just keep racking and it just up goes on and on and on this debt? So nobody in in you know Mr. Biden's administration is even bringing this topic up. Where does the forgiveness slash transfer stop? Nobody knows. Where does it stop? Or do we just have to keep paying for kids to go to school? I mean, I just struggle with the fact that if you go into certain careers. And after you've worked, let's say, five years in this career at your job, the rest of your loan will be forgiven, like teachers. Hmm. Why? Why? I think there's some they government jobs union. like that, too. Why, why would going into teaching make you eligible to have your loans forgiven after you've worked in this job for five years to make you eligible for it? I, I just don't get this. I, I yeah. don't understand how the government can pick and choose what people can hmm. be forgiven by going into like the service sector, like a social welfare why? They're all jobs. Pay them what they're worth. But why should their loans be forgiven? What do you think about people that go into military service? Hmm. Did I stump you, AJ? Yeah, no, that, that, I mean, look, people go into the military service, they get, they're going to get breaks anyway. They're going to get breaks anyway. So my, my point is, though, why does the government pick and choose? Why do they steer their government benefits to certain groups of people, when in reality, if we think about it, some of them certainly don't de- don't deserve these benefits. Mm. I mean, there are some <laughs> that do, but there are certainly some that don't. And why teachers are a group that would get these benefits is beyond me. Um, and if they're not getting paid enough money to well, teach, the thing, to pay that's them enough not money, our problem. It's not our problem. It's not our problem. I mean, With we... the taxes we pay, right, our school taxes, 
it's an absolute joke that these, these teachers aren't getting paid right. much money. I mean, look at what we pay, and I say this all the time, people who catch a football. Millions, and I love football, don't get me wrong, I watch the games, I love them. But, but we pay these people millions of dollars to do what they do, and they're not really the best role models, some of them. Mm-hmm. And, and we pay teachers minimal salaries. Yeah, you're right, it's not our problem. Somebody needs to look and at this that. This goes right to the college issue. You, you look at what it costs to go to a school today with room and board. It is absolutely a joke. We've never looked at the root causes of why tuition has increased by 10%, 12%. And, and the annual inflation rate, of course, before Biden took over, was 3 Why does the tuition cost continue to skyrocket? Is that our fault? Or is that because because of federal the federal government getting involved in how easy loans have now become that they can keep raising their tuition because people are going to take out more loans with no penalty. Mm-hmm. That's right. With no penalty. No, now all of a sudden they're forgiving those loans. <laughs> no, it, it's like this never-ending cycle of madness. It just doesn't make any sense if you have a logical thinking brain that. If we want children to succeed and we want them to go to school, it should be accessible for everyone at a reasonable cost. Agreed. You know, in the College Affirmative Action, with that we're going to put people to the top of the list based on the color of their skin or, well, really that's kind of it. I mean, that was Candace Owens, Owens' point is, so take race out of the application if it's supposed to be a constellation, like that guy said, I thought that was such a weird word, a constellation of, of a myriad of, of different requirements or qualifications. So, but at the same time, you have a lot of these colleges and universities that have to meet a certain criteria for the diversity levels. So, because the government's involved and they get money, exactly. because if they do, it's just. You know, money, money, money. Money does make the world go round. I always wondered if you took the private sector out of the equation, how successful America would be. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's a good question. (laughs) I don't know. Yep. Um, And just another quick update, just as far as companies that are being added to the loser lists. So... (laughs) Obviously, we've talked about Bud Light, Target, Kohl's. Side note, I read your text in the middle of my yoga class last night. I just burst out (laughs) laughing. So another one bites the dust, I think. It's Ben and Jerry's. What a weird... First of all, they've, they've walked the line. This isn't necessarily new. However, on July 4th, Independence Day (laughs) to America. They've come out with this (laughs) post saying the United States was founded on stolen indigenous land. This 4th of July, let's commit to returning it. On the 4th of July, that's that's what they're going to come out with and say. Now, it didn't go over well for them. No, of course not. (laughs) Which, it's like, have you not been paying attention to what's been going on the past how, however many months since Bud Light, Target? Are we just, we, we haven't been paying attention? So Unilever, who is the parent company of Ben & Jerry's. Unilever? Mm-hmm, they, so far, it's probably more than this now, but have lost $2.5 billion in market cap. Oh, it's and it's going to be <laughs> and it's way keep more going. than that. It's going to keep going. Not to mention, I think Ben & Jerry's ice cream is garbage. The thing is, yeah, like if you are a big consumer of ice cream, there are plenty of Ugh. options for you out yeah. there. So I don't think no one, I don't think anyone's going to necessarily miss. I feel like they have Ben and Jerry's. They have children in a back room just throwing a bunch of ingredients into a, a jar and, then and coming vanilla. up with clever names yeah. for. Okay, well, their their ice cream is garbage. Yeah, have, I don't I don't particularly like it myself. You've had a good run, you know. It's from Shit's Creek. Best wishes and warm regards, <laughs> <laughs> because. I don't know if we'll be seeing you anymore. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I just like, but when are people going to learn? And I'm just, now it's like a waiting game. Like, who's going to be next? Who's going to try it next? And what is the response going to be? It's just, it's ridiculous to me. Companies, you just stay in your lane. This could be a good way to, like, invest in the stock market. 
right? This could be like the it's next like a game, like a, a game. Yeah. yeah, like who's gonna do it? Like next? Candy Crush, but like and then move your money <laughs> with yeah. companies. Yeah. So speaking of like really weird scenarios, we wanted to talk about Hunter. Mr. Hunter Biden. Speaking of today. Candy Crush, didn't they find a bunch of that those games on his laptop? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I mean, I loved Candy Crush. Uh, I made I it think, to like level. I never really played 173. it. One hundred and seventy-three. You got to be really bored and really high to play. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just. I mean, it's you line up colors and shapes. Yeah. It's yeah. No more difficult than that. All right. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed that. So, Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden. I have been so excited because I'm curious, Megan, my dear, where would you like to start with Hunter Biden? Because we just threw well, out the name. We got a cold case on our hands. <laughs> Who done it? Okay. Where did the cocaine come from? We don't know. No one knows. <laughs> it's the it's the biggest mystery on earth right now. <laughs> oh my God. Please keep playing that. So we have cocaine found at the White House, mm-hmm. or we could talk about his laptop. Well, let's talk about all of it. Or we can talk about Hunter's sweetheart deal in the federal bribery charge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's kind of just like the gift that keeps on giving. Or we can talk about the picture of Hunter Biden doing drugs. Or we could even talk about the daughter he claims isn't his. Or we can talk about the fact that he married his dead brother's wife. Didn't they have an affair? Did they end up getting married? I thought they got married. I think they had an affair. Whatever. They did have an affair. I do know that. Um, Either way, it's weird. It's, yeah, I mean, prominent family. So I'll let's just, go Let's go right let's to the go cocaine. Let's go right to the cocaine. So <laughs> the family was there. You see Biden on the balcony looking a little strung out. Did you see that clip of him? Well, first and foremost, do you notice that Hunter is always with Joe? he is always with joe they're in cahoots well no reports say that joe is keeping hunter very close to his hip right now because he's extremely scared that he's going to relapse wouldn't you be scared because he is a recovering cocaine addict recovering they're always recovering they're always in recovery that's the way it is with addict yep and that's that's a good that's actually a good thing for them to always say that they are always recovering some more successfully than others. So little little doodad video here about um, the scandal, the mystery. Apparently, somebody had themselves some booger sugar up <laughs> in the White House. That is what happened. <laughs> you know it's true. You know some of some of that fairy dust they had that up in the White House. Some cocaine was found, and. It happened to be found right after Hunter Biden was at the property. Just a coincidence, I am sure. (laughs) So, Secret Service, they found this. They were doing their routine, like, walkabout, and they found the cocaine. It tested positive for the cocaine. It was. They said it was found in the library, which is open to the public, but really, is it? Uh, Biden was not there. He and his son were... At Camp David. They went away for a long weekend to Camp David. Hmm. And so now, Secret Service, they launched an investigation, like OJ, to find the real killer, <laughs> to determine how the cocaine got there and who was responsible. Because it's apparently two floors below the first family's living quarters. And I love how they were leaking it. Well, you know, it could be accessible to the public. You know, yeah, I'm really. Have you ever been to the White House? The screening process. Shut yeah, up. It's like the most the secure place to get in there. It is. It's the most secure building. You can't even bring a bag in, right? And somehow, cocaine made it in there. I mean, this is the same White House that allowed naked women to walk around on the front lawn. You found every single person that entered the building on January sixth. Tracked him down, all this, and we can't figure out where the cocaine came from. <laughs> well, we can't find. We can't figure that out. There is now a story out today about they now want to launch a major investigation into what's actually going on at the White House, security-wise. Yeah, if this is true, and they cannot find who the culprit is, which, by the way, says something right up front to everybody. If you're going to set the bar that low and you have a recovering cocaine addict that lives in the house, people are going to read 
they're that. because they're going to they're going to turn it into whatever story they need to to get the focus off Hunter well, and make it not his fault. They already have. They're, so I mean, wait a it, it's out of control. It's like the game of Clue. Um, yes. First, it was in the library. Then it was in the, the West, West Wing. Wing. Now it's been found in a cubby. It's like <laughs> Colonel Mustard with the with the lead pipe what? in the library. Like it, this is ridiculous at this point. Do they really think we're this stupid? They do think we're this stupid. They do think. Can you imagine if this was one of Trump's kids? Oh, can you imagine? Or a Republican, or just, any Republican's family? Can you imagine? But that's what brings it all to reality, right? <laughs> the double standard the, that yes. we're. I mean, if you even looked at the newscasts, how they were making jokes about this. Now, can you imagine them all being so jolly and no. making jokes if this was Donald Trump Jr. No. or if this happened in the Trump Trump um, presidency? This is why Americans today are just so fed up with the way things are going and the double standard of justice in this country. Look, we all saw the 500 different videos of people walking around the White House on oh. January 6th. There was Non-stop. how many frames of cameras? And I have personal experience because I've got a very good friend who was in the Secret Service. I saw the command center. I saw how they can monitor almost every inch of that place. There is no way, no way. They don't know. That they There's wouldn't have a clue as no to way. how that got there. And if you don't think in the high touristed or traffic where a lot of tourists are going through, that that's not, that's not the places that the cameras would be heavily focused Correct. on. Or, secu- or securities right. heavily So once there. again, we're being asked to swallow yeah. this Without no questions asked. So first and foremost, though, it's a holiday weekend. How much traffic is actually going to be at the White House? Second of all, Disney World can monitor a gazillion people a day in their every freaking movement, but the White House can't. We are talking about the White House. Of course they can. So here is Jean, Jean, Karine Jean-Pierre, who I, I... Listen, I don't think this is an easy job. However, I don't think she's very good at it. Oh, you don't? Go to the holiday. Here we go. Can you give any more details on where the Secret <laughs> where Service... Did the cocaine, cocaine? Where did it come from? from? West Wing and how it so, as you know, this is under the preview of the Secret Service. Uh, they are currently investigating uh, what happened over the weekend, so I would have to refer you... Okay, I can't. Uh, I'm not going to get through this. I'm not. Okay, Service I can't all. stand this woman where I'm going to have to refer you to the Secret Service. I'm going to have to refer you to the DHS on this one. I'm going to have to refer you to, to Ukraine. How about... What is the definite? Can I please? They're also see- giving her nothing to go on. I like, don't care. You know I what I care. mean? It's it's like I, I'm not going to get through it. So I was going to play brutal. that clip, but I can't. I can't stand no. this. Like it oh. definitely it definitely can't be this guy though. I'd respect her more if she stood up there and was like, "I have no idea." It definitely can't be him, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> The same son who entered the U.S. Navy Reserves, but then was discharged uh, day one for testing positive for, can you guess? Cocaine. Cocaine. Yeah. Um, That guy. Okay. Ding, ding, ding. So let me, can we just break this picture down for a second? First and foremost, who, who is taking this guy? (laughs) Whoa. Was that? Yes. This is from when he was there. Just cool and collected. Yeah. Sweating like a pig. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Where did you find that? Oh, on social media. You're dead. All right, let's go back to this picture really quick. I'm just curious what goes on in the brain of Hunter Biden. First and foremost, who took this picture? Him or oh, somebody else? So, my first question is if it's him taking this picture. Well, on this laptop, which we'll get into, there's so many pictures of him taking pictures of himself doing drugs. And I can understand why you take pictures of yourself, but if somebody else is taking this picture and then you upload it to your laptop. (laughs) He wants to document his life. Like Blair Witch Project, Hunter Biden style. Ugh. Yeah. And that is is what a crack crack cocaine pipe looks like, ladies and gents. Um, Ugh. What else? You got got some fun pictures of him. I do. Um... Which we'll put them up here. <laughs> You're but like, which piece of technology? Did I, I have a lot on a lot of devices. Um, yeah, I mean, on this laptop, there was I think almost nine thousand images that were released, um, and really, it came from this. It's a. It's called Marco Polo. Um, they're a nonprofit research group. Actually, it was founded by 
Trump's former White House staffer, Garrett Ziegler. <laughs> of course it was. Um, and they released almost 9,000 photos from Hunter's laptop. Showing A lot of them were showing him taking drugs with prostitutes, him naked with prostitutes. Um, and then there's some, some sweet family photos of the family. He is so mixed in there. gross. Yeah, like that's him, you know, with drugs. Um, he's naked. I love this. Yeah. One of the um, this is probably took, one of my favorites. That's so it took gross. them apparently this Marco Polo group took them over two months to redact the genitalia <laughs> from all the photos before they released them. Ugh. Which thank you, Marco Polo, for for saving our eyes. I thought some of these were funny. It's just like repeat the line. <laughs> and Hunter's saying, okay, okay, as he does a line of coke. Yeah. So <laughs> this is the Hunter whole Biden chill, Hunter Biden Scarface chilling, chilling at the White House. <laughs> Um. But it's like, but this is the kind of stuff. I mean, how how many years now have we been dealing with Hunter Biden and this type of stuff? I mean, the laptop, New York Post broke that story, what, back in 2020? And that freaked everybody out because they're releasing information that I think Hunter had dropped his laptop off at a repair, repair shop mm-hmm. and the owner, you know, Wait, you missed a part. Signed a piece of paper that said, if I yes. do not pick this up, I forego everything on this yes. laptop. And the only person who's working on the laptop obviously found all of this information, and a lot of them were these pictures. There was information on there about um, defrauding government agencies, distri- distribution and possession of drugs, prostitution offenses. So they raised a flag, brought it to the attention of the government, and now when the story broke... You have these news media, you know, stations like CNN and all the other ones there. This is misinformation. This isn't true. Um, who released these? But fast forward. It is what happened. It is not misinformation. So people that, I don't understand why just based on the photos alone, he's not in jail. Well, M- correct. Most people would be in jail. Correct. Um the I, drugs alone, right? The drugs alone. Uh, we we have this also this where he lied on a gun application yes. saying he didn't do drugs and then Correct. posted pictures of himself doing drugs. Like, how stupid can you be? People would go to jail for that, to prison for In that. In a second. In fact, arms arms shops or arms dealers, they can't even like mess up a grammatical error on their paperwork or else they get shut down for days. Hunter Biden goes in there high on coke and can buy whatever he wants only so that his dead brother's wife can throw the gun in a trash can across from a middle school. Did you hear about that? (laughs) This is, I don't understand. What type of parent is Mr. Biden? What, what type of parent is Joe Biden? This is your son who is at his hip. And by the way, this is the smartest guy that Joe Biden says he knows. Now, let me just show you a video of why that makes sense. So Joe Biden, you, there he is. You got the vaccination? Yeah. Are, are you are you okay? I mean, you seem no, it works. Or you you know, or or or, or the mom and dad, or or, or 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 the neighbor, or when you go to church, or when you're no, I I, I really mean it. There are trusted interlocutors. Think of the people. If if your kid wanted to find out whether or not there were there's a man on the moon or whatever you know something. Or, you know, whether those aliens are here or not. I just can't. What? What is uh, he even talking about? I, I, it sounded like it was, like, freezing. Yo, Don <laughs> Lemon's face was like, I'm just going to let him keep going. This, can you imagine interviewing him? Like, how do you even keep it together? So when he says Hunter's the smartest guy he knows, I guess it makes sense. Well, there's sense. no love like the love for your children, so. But which one is dad of the year? Because I, I can't figure it out. Because this is your son who clearly he enables. Clearly he enables. There's like these weird text messages between Joe and his son that are just weird. So, good morning, my beautiful son. I miss you and love you, Dad. Now, there's a blurred out part, which I can't read. But then he says, oh, good morning from effing rehab. So, this must be when he's in rehab. I haven't spoken to her in two weeks. I haven't asked for a thing from anyone. Now, the other text messages that are publicly posted on the internet are literally Hunter Biden asking for money over and over and over again. 20000 here, 50000 there, 70000 here. Um, 
Some was to pay for, re- well, a lot of it was to pay for rehab. Um, but these weird, weird text messages between him and Hunter who, I don't, I don't know. I just, it's a very strange relationship. It's weird. Clearly he's troubled. But this is also the man who has business dealings with China and Ukraine and sit, doesn't he sit on the board of the Ukraine energy company. Like this is, this is that same person that we're allowing to be involved in these things. Well, I guess my question is, you know, there's no love for your kid. Like there's no love in the world. Like the love you have for your kid, except is this love a national security issue? Well, you know, when you look at the story that you're all talking about is a lot of this is all personal, right? How would a degenerate, what a, what a problem this this guy is. I mean, he's a fifty three year old baby. The bigger story is when the president Joe Biden said many years ago he knew nothing about Hunter's business dealings. Correct. He knew nothing. That has now been proven to be absolutely false. They have timestamps of they when they have pictures of him with some of his business partners, and now also recordings. Yes. But Joe Biden was actually involved and in getting some kickback. So I have a funny, funny feeling this story is going to have legs. And I only, and the reason it's going to have legs with our, our press, our traitorous press, um, which My God. is horrific, but is because they do not want this guy to run. They're going to find a reason to get Joe Biden to back out. And that's when our press will turn and they'll, want someone else to run against whoever the Republican nominee is. Why do you think, I have my reasons, mostly because I think he's a horrible president. I really don't think he's a good man or a good person. In fact, if you actually look at video from um, Joe Biden back in the day, back in his heyday, he was a nasty, nasty man. Yes. Um, He was against, well, he spoke out about a lot of things that he's now pushing for today. Oh, 100%. And I, why, why do you think they don't want him to run? Is it because he's a liability? Is it because there's someone better? Why do you? All of the above. I mean, he's, he is, as you, know, as you can see here, he's definitely a liability. The economy is tanking. Um, the cost of everything is going up. Um, he can barely string a sentence. <laughs> right. And we, we're, in, we're involved now with the Ukraine so deep. Um, China's on, is China's a free-for-all, right? It, the, China's in a lot of South American countries now. It's, there's nothing good about what's going on in this country and about where we're headed, whether it's the drag queens and schools and libraries, whether it's this, that, there's nothing good going on in this country. So I think the fact that Joe Biden has got, also got some issues with his son and some other dealings, um, they're going to try to find... Someone, in my personal opinion, is going to be Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom. They're already teeing him yeah. up. And he's already in Republican states. Um, you know, He's uh, campaigning for some Democratic uh, politicians in these states. But he also wants to get his face out there. Now, you know, that's all well and good because Gavin Newsom has a horrific record in California. <laughs> he's an, yeah, he's, awful still, he's like single-handedly right. destroying and, 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 you know, California. That'll be, that'll be an entry, interesting to see how that plays out. But Joe Biden is such a wounded duck right now. I cannot believe... They're going to put this man up against whoever the Republican nominee is. Mm-hmm. Just, just don't believe it. Um, I think what's funny about Gavin Newsom is he was like, yeah, everyone's going to get reparations. And then they were like, we want $10 million each for reparations. And he was like, oh, well, actually, we'll think about it. <laughs> let me let me rethink. <laughs> um, so to to double back to your point this is the text message so let's talk about hunter biden's actual legal problems because he is having legal trouble in several areas one is the daughter he claims isn't his and the second one is this bribery charge that he literally got this sweetheart deal um and then that links joe into saying i had nothing to do with mm-hmm. any of this unfortunately the text message starts off by saying i'm sitting here with my father and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand. And now means tonight. And Z, if I get a call or a text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang or chairman, 
I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me hmm, and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction. I'm sitting here waiting for the call with my father. What could that have possibly Hmm. been about? It sounds like a threat to me. Sure does. Something, Something had to be promised. Something didn't go through. And now there's a threat. So this week, um, Republicans in the House representatives revealed the testimony of the IRS whistleblower who worked on the Hunter Biden investigation. This whistleblower had two revelations to present. First, he said that the federal prosecutor overseeing Hunter's case told at least six witnesses that he had been blocked by Attorney General Merrick Garland, who is also in on this, from special counsel status. Status that would allow him a free hand in fully investigating Hunter. Second, the whistleblower presented that WhatsApp message between Hunter Biden, oh, and a Chinese executive shaking down the executive for cash by leveraging Joe Biden's presence in the room. In the room where it happened. (laughs) In the room where it happened. So there's clearly bribery going on. I don't know why they're just going after Hunter at this point. It really has a lot to do with Joe, and clearly they're both compromised. Right. I think this is just the beginning. I think this is going to expand into potentially looking into Joe Biden as well. I don't think it's going to just end with Hunter. Um, At least I hope it doesn't. I think Hunter's going to be the pathway into Joe. Correct, in the whole family. So... He will relapse <laughs> if it wasn't from the cocaine. I mean, I'm pretty the, sure he just did in the White House, I, but <laughs> until we know the facts, until we know where it came from, congratulations. We don't speculate. The 53 year old baby took down the president of the United States. It's so sad. Now, then there's also this little legal battle between him and his baby mama, mm. which have you been following this? This is this is also including Joe and Jill. Um, so. Hunter sleeps with a stripper. Oh, she gets pregnant and has a baby, Navy Jones. She is like this adorable little girl. Mm-hmm. And Hunter wants nothing to do with her and doesn't even remember sleeping with her. And quack, well, did quack, you quack. see the picture? Of course, he doesn't remember. So, two paternity tests have been done to prove that this child is, in fact, his. He will not see the child. He has neglected the child for four years. And good for the mom. She keeps bringing him to court. And a lot has come out through this. Um, Basically, a judge ruled that, listen, you're either going to prove your finances because he wanted to drop his child payment support down from $20,000 a month to $5,000 because he's broke. Okay. So this judge was like, you're either going to give me your finances or you're going to go sit in jail for six months, I think it was. So what that led to was this crap of a deal for this poor kid because he needs to stop that investigation into his finances immediately because that's going to shed a lot of light on where he's getting all these millions Mm -hmm. of dollars from. Oh, he's not getting it from his paintings? Well, interesting (laughs) you bring the paintings up. So part of the deal is this child will now get the paintings that are supposed to be worth money. (laughs) I have shown, I have put one of- Is this a painting? Yes. This looks like one of the it like, looks like spit an, paint through a straw. That's a painting that Hunter does. Okay. Um, and she gets this piece of artwork to sell. <laughs> I don't know who. Sounds like a great deal. And they did drop the monthly payment down to $5,000. So he got this crazy, crazy deal again in... Right. in a case that deals with his own child. Not to mention that Joe and Jill won't even acknowledge this child at all. They don't acknowledge, they put six Christmas stockings up for Christmas. Technically, they have seven grandchildren. So Little Navy didn't get a Christmas stocking. They probably, have they even met her? No, they're they're acting as well. Like she doesn't exist, you know. And they're, you know, Grandpa Joe and Grandma Jill are supposed to cherish family so much. She se puede, but they're fifty, <laughs> but they're fifty three year old chi- man child who does drugs and doesn't remember who he sleeps with. I mean, I guess my question is like, who who's the dad of the year, Joe or Hunter? I mean, Joe surely loves Hunter. But that love is twisted. Hunter's a 53-year-old wreck of a human being with a trail of abuses of other human beings behind him. 
Joe may have helped curb Hunter's addiction, but he has also enabled him. Um, I think the story here then is twofold, political corruption and the corruption of familial love into mm-hmm. something much uglier. That yep. was that was written by Ben Shapiro. I thought that was mm. fascinating. These are sick, sick people like who I are said, neglecting a child. If this was any Republican president, family, this whole storyline would be much different. I, I just, I can't. It would be so much different. I can't anymore. I think. That's what's infuriating. Yeah. And we, the media, we choose, you know, they choose to put out this false narrative and ignore the real issues and try to make it, just make it go away, you know? And it's, it's, it's so gross. irritating. It's gross. It is gross. What is this? I have this video. I don't remember. He's, oh, oh my God. Look he looks him. like such a slime ball. One thousand percent. Such oh there. Oh, I have. I saw that picture too. I mean, whose cocaine could it be? It's only a picture of him going one hundred and seventy-two in Las Vegas while cracked out on cocaine. While on crack, yes. Say crack again. Crack. Crack. (laughs) Crack. (laughs) It's just. It's disgusting. Oh, there's his. There's. There's the broke man's Porsche. I mean, you got to be kidding me. So there's Hunter for you. The gift that keeps on giving. I know. Yeah, and I'm sure we'll we'll be continuing to do updates on Hunter because how can you not? Oh, he's not going away. Right. He's right. not going away. He's ever, going ever, ever. All right. Oh, this was this was the text messages between him and I don't know who the other person is about the gun. So oh. this alone should have put him in jail. This I bought a gun while not while not doing drugs. Um mm-hmm. But this is him explaining how Haley. Who's Haley? Is that his? His is that the deceased um, brothers? I think so. Yes. She got nervous that he was going to kill himself. I think it's between him and Haley, and so she decides to take the gun out of the glove compartment of the car and throw it in a trash can across from an elementary school, which, by the way, is totally illegal. You cannot dispose of a gun that way. Um, I mean, that's that text message string. What a what a, mess. what a mess! What a mess! It really is a mess. But you know, we'll we'll just keep pretending that he's innocent and there's nothing to see here. Nothing. There's nothing to see here. But this just brings me to you guys have seen this like ridiculous show called The View with these four clowns. Yes, that get which on I, there. it's it's stunning to me that this show is still on. Well, it's you can't really hear anything because they're all just yakking over each other. But I remember <sighs> when Joe Joy Behart mm. was was like, Joe Biden is just a really good man with a great family, and Trump is this awful human being. And it's like, do you even do you even look at facts, or are no. you on like The cloud? View is the most non credible show. But to, to come exist. out and say that, I, yeah, she's a. I know. Trust me, I don't. I don't particularly love. Sometimes Joy it's Behart. like funny to watch this as like a comedy skit. One hundred percent, and that's usually why people use their clips is because they're like, it's "Can you funny. believe what what?" It's <laughs> funny. It looks like it could be from SNL. Yeah, I mean, when Barbara Walters left that, it 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 just got nasty. It just got they're- nasty. <laughs> was Barbara Walters on that? I- Am I right? Okay. Yes. Yeah, how long ago was that? A long time ago. Yeah. That was a long time she, ago. She founded the show. As far as Did she? Yeah. I wonder if she's still proud of it. Cocaine in the White House. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. All right, to be continued. TBD. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy, which is, I, I, I just, I can't even get over it. I can't. I can't. Well, it, it's just comical at this point. So we went and saw a movie, all three of us actually, with yes. some other family members, and we saw we we saw the Sound of Freedom. Sound of Freedom, what based was- on the true story of Tim Ballard, um, who was a former Homeland Security agent, and he basically risks his life to go overseas and rescue children from sex trafficking. He's the CEO of Operation Underground Railroad. Yes. So- and I just have to say, as a parent, a lot of the kids. From this movie and what he says in interviews as far as being like, you know, six, seven, eight years old. Those are close to my children's ages. And it's hard to to watch something like this because it hits really close to home. But I think it's so important for people to go and watch this film because 
as we'll get into, you know, the U.S. is the biggest consumer of tra- human trafficking. Yeah, that and, was a statistic they put up at the end of the movie. Yes. How sad is and, that? So I was talking to someone last night who has two children, and I was like, oh, my God, I saw The, so- the Sound of Freedom last night. And she was like, oh, wow, what was it about? And I said, it's about child sex trafficking. And she immediately was like, oh, my God, no, I won't sleep at night. I don't want to see that. Yes. I, but my point, I was like, wait a minute, you have children. You have to know what's going on in the world because I get that it's an uncomfortable, disgusting topic. But as as uncomfortable it is for you to sit in a theater and and look at the entertaining version of or entertainment version of it, you have to know that this is going on. Imagine how uncomfortable it is for the people that actually have to live it. Right. I mean, and this is a very, very real issue that happens every day. And it's very easy to kind of ignore and, and all oh, this doesn't really affect me in my life. Like, I don't want to know about it. Of course, like no one wants to sit and think about these horrific things, but you, we people need to be aware. We need to spread the word. And just from the message that, you know, Tim Ballard and Jim Caviezel, who played his character, what they were saying at the end of the movie, like, Everyone needs to be aware of this. As U.S. is since they're the biggest consumer, we also need to be the solution. And I think that's so true. Well, awareness is always step number one. I was trying to research why it took five years to get this movie out. And one of the reasons I was able to find on the very biased Google platform was they just didn't think that this topic would resonate with consumers because it's such an ugly topic. I think... I mean, try to figure that one out. Try to figure that one out. Yeah. Did you know that Jim Caviezel lost his agents because of this movie? What do you mean he's, he lost they, his they, agents? They dropped him from doing this. It's just... And it, but it's like, so, why? So many questions. Why? Because half this crap probably goes on in the Hollywood scene. That's probably why. Well, there's the Jeffrey No one Epstein. wants to get too close to it. Yeah, there's that Jeffrey Epstein conundrum that's still going on. They're still uncovering the gross things that that man did. Do you think we'll ever really know who did what to who with Jeffrey Epstein? No, 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 no. no. It's it's too entwined. It's too corrupt. It's too if they haven't shared it at this point, it's never gonna. We're never gonna know. So Operation Underground Railroad um, has captured over 4,000 predators and arrested them, and they have um, recovered 6,000 survivors. Fantastic organization. Um, And, yeah, everybody needs to – this is happening, guys. This is happening all over the world. Listen, in America, it's a little harder to take children because everything is filmed and everything is on camera these days. But there are countries that it is very easy to take children. Well, and look at our border, right? Look at our border, and they talk about how the thousands and thousands of people that are crossing the border, how many of them are minors that have no parent? With a sponsor? With a sponsor. Mm. There's no background check. There's no nothing. They hand these kids off to whoever's saying that they're going to pick them up. Well, isn't there a statistic, and I don't know the number, of how many children have just gone missing? Like, they, they can't track down, like, an, an, an egregious amount of children that have crossed this border. They don't know what happened to them. Correct. And I think, was it in the Ukraine? They had a very high number of missing children. They have no clue, no clue where, where they came from. Well, in the movie, what happens is this, this beautiful woman who was... That's true, you know. Yeah, no. Of, yeah, I know that's true. She, she goes into a market and finds a cute little girl low income you know poor. low income family and basically knocks on the door and is like I think your daughter can be a really big star and so the dad's like oh my god I, I would do anything for my kid and he takes her to this place and they make the father leave and he comes back to pick the little girl and and little boy up and they're gone mm-hmm. yeah they act it's like it's an audition easy. you know these people are very poor and the little girl's so excited, right? Like, this woman thinks I have a good voice and I could be a star. And, you know, like you said, the day you do anything to make your kids happy and comes back, they're gone. I, I It literally makes me sick to think about. But you have real heroes in this world, like Tim Ballard and the teams that he worked with fighting against this and really trying to make a difference. And... You know, it's just amazing to me. I feel like, but the thing that kills me is like, I didn't even really know who Tim Ballard was before this movie Mm -hmm. or this operation that he does or the statistics on child trafficking. 
you just don't hear a lot about it. You know, unless you're really digging for it. Well, I learned something at the end of the movie. There was the statistic of, you know, America is the biggest consumer yeah. of child sex trafficking. How terrifying is that? But there's also more humans in slavery today than ever before, and millions of those are, are children. Mm-hmm. Do you, I, I thought this was interesting, too. So, you know, in the movie, and if you go see the movie, um, Tim Ballard's character and t- himself, he um, quit his job in Homeland Security to stay overseas and help carry out this mission. But they needed funds to do this, and he wasn't getting that. So there was that one character. Um, wait, was the really good-looking guy? Well, him, but then the other guy that really got him in touch with all these people. Um, and I'm forgetting his name, but... He was the criminal. He was the ex-criminal. Yeah. Which apparently in real life, that is a true character, but he never did go to jail. Mm. Um, but he is helping them, helping him fund this mission. And in real life, Glenn Beck was the person who funded Tim Ballard. Really? And his mission. I didn't know mm-hmm. that. Yes. Which I thought, I, again, never knew that, never heard about that. Um, but yeah, it was Glenn Beck. So just a couple quick statistics. Approximately 350,000 children are reported missing every year in the U.S. And of that total, an estimated 100,000 are being trafficked. Oh, my God. Yep. Child sex trafficking has been reported in all 50 states in the U.S. Um, The 2021 Federal Human Trafficking Report stated that 57% of U.S. human trafficking victims were minors. And that the U.S., which we said, is one of the top destinations for human trafficking and is among the largest consumers of child sex. And it's a $150 billion per year business. That's more than the NFL, NBA, MLB, and NHL combined. It has eclipsed the illegal arms trade. That's crazy. Why this isn't a focus everywhere is beyond me. It doesn't make any sense. Beyond me. Like, we're more worried about affirmative action and... Um, right. <laughs> this was a great clip. And the cocaine in the White House. I mean... Oh, there he is. So there was a, an interview with you know, Jim Caviezel and Tim Ballard. They were together, the and they were just talking the about this movie side. and the issue. All of this pornography, all of this, this is like an eight-armed um, octopus that it, 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 you know, I was talking to Tim about pornography earlier. Are any of these uh, traffickers or these uh, pedophiles, does pornography affect them? It does, it, and, they're, and they're proliferating everywhere all over our, our country. That's right, there are over six million children, uh, this is according to Depart- Department of Labor, state, others, in slavery. They don't own their persons, either labor, organ harvesting, which you don't even, I mean, we're, we're fighting that as well, and then, and then sex, and, and you're right, sometimes we make the mistake of thinking, oh, they're 16, 17, that's illegal, but we generally don't even have time. It's, it's, it's children, average seven, eight, six years old. And, and this is the material that's being millions of transfers of child rape videos of that age, just in our country alone. Like Jim says, number one consumer, we are that. It's, it's the economy of pedophilia, I call it. And so when you see 85,000 unaccompanied minors dropped off at the border and get True. and just are dropped into our country with no background check, they just go to the whatever, whoever shows up for them. What do you, we know what's happening. We are facilitating this right mm-hmm. now. We can no longer say that this is a problem far, far away. We are the problem, we are the demand, and we have to be the solution. I hope this movie wakes a lot of people up, and I think it will. Why not talk about this? Yeah, it's really eye-opening. So we will continue this, this conversation. We're going to have a part two to the yes. Sound of Freedom conversation, um, get a little bit more information, and do some more research on it for you guys. Um. Anything else Super to add? uplifting. <laughs> Super uplifting. Normally we start with the, the serious stuff. I but know. But it's important. And this, there's a lot to talk about. This is important. This is very important. And everybody needs to know. Everybody needs to do their part. Because sitting around doing nothing is not going to solve the issue. He said it. It's an eight-leg octopus. It's so big at this point. Mm-hmm. It's going to take all of us. AJ, anything for you to add? No, I just want to say, you know, having seen the movie... I understand why they um, produced it the way they did, and that's the focus on one family, mm-hmm. uh, one father's, uh, one father's attempt to get his two children back, and, um, and really that's what the movie was about. I mean, it, it, it's such a global problem, and I think some people might might go into this thinking, oh, it's going to be a documentary on yeah. all these cases and from every country, 
And I think they, they made a good decision because people can put their arms around one family's trauma. Well, it makes one it more personal. Emotional distress. That's right. Uh, they have two children missing from this one father who innocently thought he was dropping these kids off to a model agency. Right. And I think maybe in the next episode you can get into exactly how they do lure these kids. Yeah. Especially in these poorer nations where they promise these families money and a way to get out of poverty. Mm -hmm. their, their kids can actually accomplish something and um, become somebody. And I think um, the, the, the sadness of this one, one father having both children being snatched and Tim Ballard's absolutely miraculous attempt and success of getting these two back is absolutely unbelievable. And I, I would just say, um, but I think letting people know how they do this is uh, so important in mm -hmm. how we fight this. We'll put it on the list for next time. Yes. All right, folks, have a great day. We'll, uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks, Thanks. for listening. <laughs>